it's eleven o two. So gather round the radio and listen to your favorite show. It's Martin and Mac, and they've got a big sack full of stories, full of jokes, haikus and a robot rope. They got a friend in Florida, well not a friend but sorta, and lots of friends in Illinois, including one they don't enjoy. Old Johnny Z, he's a pain in the knee. Seth is trying to build their brand, but he's the worst in all the land. Huzzah to them both, and hurrah to the true fan. Sitting by the radio, waiting for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from Sweetie's Candy Company in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now let's help Martin pick out his new shower candy. I I don't have shower candy, Matt. <laughs> no, you not anymore, because now you have new ones. Well, I need, yeah, it's, okay, I need to get more. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, they're chocolate pigs, I believe, is your new shower candy. Yeah, maybe maybe you remember them from way back in the day. They were big in like 1982, right? Yeah. Um, well, let's move on. Okay. Um, as you know, last week we started a new segment, revisionist news with Doctor Papser and Coach Popteen. Right. And they're here again this week. That's right. Welcome, uh, Coach P and uh, Doc P. It's great to be back. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I cannot wait to talk. Uh, Dr. Papser, real quick, before we get into the meat of the topic here, Whoa. we had a couple questions about you. Mainly, people wanted to know where you're from. Oh, well, meat. Interesting that you would start off with such a uh, loaded topic. Uh, meat, you know, is really a kind of like a uh alternative to um manhood i guess or masculinity you know it's a little bit over my head uh Look, hey doc Martin, let's just let's just move on here people you know people like meat get over it thanks coach p you're welcome all right martin uh so i heard that uh that you know, the topic, and not surprisingly, is about tennis, because I knew we wanted to do something both, you know, related to sports and something that's, you know, vaguely European, you know, a, a sport that Americans like to think that we're better at, uh, Europeans at, or, you know, obviously there's just people. sort of a questionable sport in general. Right. Yeah. Not a lot um, of contact. Anyway, Martin, can you get into a little more detail? Sure. Um, everybody knows famous men's tennis player Stefanos Tsitsipas. Um, he's playing in the U.S. Open against Andy Murray, and I guess he took several super long bathroom breaks. I think it's Tsitsipas. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I think it's Tsitsipas. Okay. Or like a tsitsipas. No, the T is silent. 
Let's ask Dr. P. I, I, I believe he's from that area. Dr. P, how do you, you're, you, do you know Greek? Of course I do. I know it from my studies at um, the University of uh, Langhorn, and I uh, always like to uh, be sure to pronounce every word correctly. That is how you really show trust. And you know, trust, now that's really what it boils down to here with the tennis. Uh, why would I pretend to go to the bathroom and not go? What time, when has any, ever anyone pretended to go to the bathroom and not actually gone? Uh, Coach P here real quick. I'm just going to call him Steve. It's going to be way easier for everybody. Um, so I know when I have my guys out there on the gridiron, there's no such thing as a bathroom break, gentlemen. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, look, you're out there on the field. If you need to go, go. But you're not going in there for eight minutes. That's crazy. You know what, Coach P? I'm, uh, I have to say, not only is that true, uh, any good coach that I've ever played for made sure that we were so dehydrated that we never had to use the bathroom. And then they also made sure to call us gentlemen. That was like, you know, that's like coaching 101. Call people gentlemen that you treat uh, not in a gentlemanly way, I guess. Well, I mean, look, football's not a sport for gentlemen. You got to hit people in the mouth. Okay, okay, that's one. Let me, can, may I interject? Uh, Coach P, let me just say, it, it is never a time to not have a gentleman playing sports. It is, gentleman is the, it's, you know, Jesus uh, or the other, you know, religions. It is all about how you treat someone else and you treat someone, you know, the way you want to be treated. Well, look, Doc, I mean, you can have Jesus, the 12 apostles, and Buddha on your football team. Give me some criminals, people that hit people in the mouth, people that aren't afraid and not going to apologize. That's who I want. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, that's... <laughs> That is really true. Um, I mean, you know, if I've ever... Football is a game uh, for for realists, I think, Dr. P. And, uh, you know... Well, don't tell me about reality. Reality is nothing and everything. And what you think, it's, uh, you know, Dr. P doesn't think that Coach P is uh, doing okay in the head. And maybe he needs to... Use the bathroom more. Hey, guys, uh, Martin here. I just want to jump in. Let's try to keep the tone civil. I feel like we're getting a little bit off the rails here. We're just trying to get two different viewpoints. You know, uh, excuse me, Martin. Civil comes from civilization. Interesting that you would say such a thing to Coach P. Maybe you think he isn't so civilized. Look, Doc, I'll come over to your house, I'll come over to Austria, I'll come over to Greece, I'll go over to university. I'll show you what civil is. Austria. <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah, I'm not joking. You okay. won't be, think I'm joking when I come and visit your house either. Okay, look, this is seems... It's, you know, sports is passionate, and, and uh, I understand... Coach P, and you know, Dr. P is right sometimes about some things. So I say, 
Let's just call it a draw for this week. What do you say, Marty? I just, you know, as usual, I hope everyone had a good time and nobody got hurt. Right. And um, on that note, I think it's time for us to move on uh, to our topic for this week. And uh, that's going to be summer traditions. That's right, Matt. Um, we gave away our tank top last week right. to Jack. Um, it's in the mail virtually. I mean, more or less, it's already in the mail. So I actually was there. Let me just say that I was actually there when our listener, Jack, you, uh, listened to himself. Uh, well, listened to, uh, you know, the, the Duke of Pipso giving him the award. It was like watching, um, it was like watching a flower bloom for the first time or like a, like fireworks going off inside of a small room. So I could it imagine, was exciting. I've seen videos of when children get like a hearing aid put in their ears for the first yes. time and they yes. hear their mother's voice. Yes. Sort of like that. Yes, exactly. So that was exciting. And, you know, but now it's, you know, Labor Day has was yesterday. And that's the traditional end to summer. So we wanted to cover some of our favorite summer traditions. And uh, Martin, I'm going to go ahead and start one off. Um, Sounds great. One of my favorite summer traditions is eating pizza fries. Now, to to the uninitiated, of whom the you know there are plenty, um, pizza fries are not French fries with like tomato sauce and mozzarella cheese and pepperoni. And anything else on them? Not they even are, close. No, there are a um, you know we we enjoy them in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. They're basically a pizza, very thin, cracker thin pizza crust with just mozzarella cheese, garlic, some olive oil, probably butter, probably hydrogenated oil, and then. Just a very thin layer of that, and then that's baked, and then they put a little container of marinara sauce on top of the pizza in the middle, and then you pull, they slice it super thin, and you pull these little tiny thin slices of the stuff, pizza stuff, and you dip it in there. Martin, I know your your daughter is a big fan, um, Yeah, and um, it was food that we... You know, ate a lot of uh, at a, at like twelve thirty in the morning for like eighteen years. Indeed, um, you know, if you maybe you had a dinner of tuna and egg salad sandwiches, and it just didn't really cut it for you. D- didn't cut the mustard, and then you're like, "Well, gonna go get some pizza fries." Right? Maybe like multiple orders. Who knows? Right. So that's a classic one. I'll touch on one here briefly, but we did a whole episode about this earlier, so I'm not going to get in too much about it. But for me, the opening of summer really begins with the Indy 500, the greatest spectacle in all the sports. Sure. Um, but again, you know, look back in the archives and you can find out more info about that. Right. Um, I'm going to get into a more recent tradition for me at least, which is 
playing golf excessively. Um, I don't know, yeah, past eight, ten years. Um, I don't really play golf outside of the summer. A lot right. of people, you know, I, I do wear golf shirts every day to work. Right. Um, but I don't really play. In the summer, I play almost compulsively, um, even to the point where, you know, a couple of years ago, I hurt my ankle. It wasn't super obvious that I hurt it. A lot no. of people were like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Nobody was telling me to go to the doctor. Right. Um, turns out, yeah, I had to get surgery on it, and it was messed up pretty bad, and I waited until November after golf season to get it looked at again. We, no one was really aware at the time no. how serious it might be. Right. There was literally nobody telling me, no, your foot's messed up. No, and or that it looks it looks like a you know a part of a redwood tree trunk that someone uh, put attached to the bottom of your leg. That could have been just mosquito bites or right. anything, just swelling, just like I got bit by a snake, maybe yep. a turtle laid eggs in my like Can't, calf, a a gummy bear from the floor of your bathroom. Right. Anyway. It's the, my point being mainly is that when I got injured, most people were just willing to look past it and were not trying to tell me to go to the doctor. Exactly. So it's most, not your if fault. If not all. Right. It's yeah. not my fault. No. Yeah. That's, I think, super clear. <laughs> Definitely. And it's really, you know, when you get hurt and you're, you know, when you, when you think, when you talk about the things that, you know, when you, you take the stigma away from being injured, you know, one of the first things you want to do is make sure that everyone knows that it's not your fault because, you know, right. it implies that you're clumsy or, you know, just you don't know how to play golf very well or you don't know how to tie your shoes correctly. You're wearing you're, the wrong shoes or you were driving the golf cart with the wrong feet like you were using the gas with your left foot and the brakes with your right you know or you're not like using that. your feet at all yeah yeah you're, you're using the putter anyway yeah it's no one good. blames you good anymore good. ever i mean as far as i am concerned right um, well, it's good that we put that out in, into the public domain. Now, no one can say that they they thought that was true because now they know case it closed. Wasn't. Right. Exactly. Um, that's true. Another summer tradition: uh, not sleeping very much. Um, I'm not sure that that's everyone's tradition, but Martin, I think you and I, you know, uh, agree that summer, you know, sleeping is. A thing you do uh, only when you have to, uh, because you know you could be out getting hurt or eating pizza fries. Yeah, I mean, essentially in the summer, and I think this is totally normal. And by normal, I mean everybody does it. Pretty much the only time you need to sleep is when you physically, your body forces you to sleep. Right. Like, there's no way you could stay awake, even if you wanted to, no matter how hard you tried. 
even if you had to go to work, you couldn't because you're so tired. Exactly. Right. Um, and I think, you know, we're finding out more and more that sleep is really not that important. No. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of evidence out there about right. stuff. Right. Yeah. So, honestly, well, that's true. And we don't need science to tell us that, but since it is telling us that, we agree with science. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Well, so uh, any other summer traditions? Well, great question. I think, you know, we could certainly get into going to professional baseball games as a summer tradition. Yep. Yep. I think you and I hit crime mini probably five this year. Oh, Does that yeah. Sound I think right? more than that. Well, yeah, five, maybe six, but yeah. Yeah. Two Cubs and, and at least three White Sox, I think, but. But I, those, I doesn't include the ones that I, I didn't invite you. To, I mean, that you weren't able to go to. So Yeah, well, I just quick aside here. I just thought of this. I think our fans might want to know this. So a lot of people know our brand ambassador, Seth. Right. And then our friend in Florida, Johnny Z. Yep. We went to a game with them, oh, probably middle of August. And... They were really hungry at the game. Oh. Um, they, I don't know. They probably had like eight or ten hot dogs. <laughs> so I can't believe. Thank you so much for reminding me of this because we actually we did a whole thing on this about this gigantic Polish sausage that we could that we could not eat, or that we basically almost could not eat. We could, but. It took I mean, the whole game. Yeah, they that was only one of the meals that they ate at the game, and there were probably at least three other full, equal-sized meals that they ate. They got the nacho helmet. Yeah. They got, like, the churros in, like, the ice cream with, like, the Italian ice and, like, candy bar on top. Right. Um, They got, like... A full-size Supreme pizza that was, like, delivered to them right. by, like, the White Sox mascot. It was right. crazy. They got um, a, a meatloaf that was actually uh, in the shape of a full-sized realistic cow. And you had to take the skin and fur and everything off, and then the meatloaf was in there. They and got they one of those pecan logs. Right. That was shaped like a full size. It was a replica of Harold Baines's bat. Right. And that's like a 34 ouncer. They yep. each got one of those. I know. It was awesome. And it just, you know, it goes to show that, you know, there's some really good ballpark food there. Yeah, exactly. So, that's well, what I learned. Let's move on, Martin. I think it's okay. time for hurrahs and huzzahs. Yeah, by the look of the sun, I think you're yeah. right. Yep. Um, so I'm going to do a, a, a hurrah to actually, uh, uh, you know, it's a little, maybe we were just talking about this. I didn't intend to, but um, so, you know, when I'm away in the summer and I'm a little bit off the grid, you know, I only get, um, you know, snippets here and there of baseball and, uh 
but you know, so it's always a little bit more exciting, you know, cause you're not, you know, you, you have other stuff going on and now that I'm home, you know, of course there's a little bit less to do, uh, than there was over the summer, which is normal, I think. But anyway, um, so I, you know, I've been watching some baseball and I just, I, I, I just, I marvel at the, the longevity of baseball and just the way it somehow finds ways to, to be meaningful and, um, and to mark the, the passage of time. And, you know, all these years have been it's going away in the summer and, you know, coming back around the same time and how exciting it is for me this year. It's been about 10 years since it's been any fun to watch, maybe more, 12 years. But boy, it is fun to to be excited about baseball as we come down the home stretch of the season. I, I'm sure you can understand how that feels. I sure can. Um, Cubs won seven in a row. Nice. They got some new hotshots. Frank Schwindel. Yep. He's a household name. Right. Patrick Wisdom. Yep. And then other players that I don't have their names offhand right now, but they're on the team as well. Sure. You know, they probably are not going to finish in last place in their division. Although... If they have another 13-game losing streak, it's possible. Well, the Cardinals are somehow still in the hunt for a wild card, but, you know, so, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they're, they have a lot of issues in St. Louis just as well, a city, yeah, I mean, so, I mean. Yeah, well, yeah, like, we know that. What's with whatever that toasted ravioli that people think is good? It's, yeah. Come on. It's not Provel good cheese? Come on. Yeah. Get All right. serious. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Um, so moving on to Huzzahs, this is sort of appropriate. You know, we're sort of transitioning. Matt and I both were transitioning into fall. Right. And want to just talk about a lot of stuff, like, coming up now. Like, it's fall, y'all. Everybody says that. And then, like, they're like, go get, like, pumpkin spice frappuccino pizza rolls. Yes. And, like... Here, here's a pumpkin spice burrito. And like, here, here's like my pumpkin spice sundae served out of a real pumpkin with, you know, pulled pork in it. Pumpkins wow. are gross. They no are. No one likes them. They are. You know, and they don't. It. No. Anything pumpkin spice is disgusting. And if you like it, I don't want you as my friend. Well. I'm drawing a line. In the swamp on this one. Yep. You, know, you should. You should. I'm, and I, I, I'll I, stand on this, the side of the line that you want me to stand on. Well, it's not the pumpkin side. Right. And also, watch the footing because it's a swamp. True. So don't fall in. Okay. Because there are critters in there and they'll get you. <laughs> right. I'm not kidding. No, I know. Yeah, it's dangerous. Um, so, yeah, I think another great show, probably our best this week. Yeah, and, and definitely, you know, you and I have tapped into something there because I, ha- you know, it's, I listen to a lot of stuff. I'm a, you know, I, you know, I'm pretty hip or, or I try to be, 
And I, you know, I really haven't heard anybody talking trash about pumpkin spice at all. Well, ever. they should. Yeah, I know. And I feel like maybe we're, you know, we're hitting on something that, you know, people are like, yeah, you know what? I That's true. I don't like it either. Yeah, it's gone on far too long. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe that there's pumpkin spice Triscuits and, you know, pumpkin spice Old Spice and blah, blah, blah. You know, like maybe it's care. time pumpkin to just spice pull- plus. I don't care that it is conditioner in it too. It's just bad. Pull back on the reins, ad advertising people. So anyway, well, yeah. good one, Martin. That's a good one. Thank you. And, um, just uh, a couple reminders here. Yeah. Anybody who may be caught on to us this summer, mm. uh, we have a social media presence. Yes. Uh, Seth is not doing a very good job, but we are on Twitter. Duke Pipso at D Pipso. So follow us on there. We love to interact with our fans. So, you know, send us a message on there. You can email us. And real quick, our email address is dukeofpipso at gmail.com, all one word. We love to hear, especially from new listeners. If you're yeah. out there, we want to know. We do have some viewer mail coming up, by the way, too. So, uh, all you new listeners, you know, um, we're going to have a uh, questionnaire, uh, a more kind of an interactive thing for you. But in the meantime, you know, we, we really we need to we need to hear from you. So uh, shoot us an email or tweet at us and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to getting you in into the mix here. Yep. Well, until then, we'll yep. see you next week. All right. Well, we hope you have a great week, everybody. All right. See you next time. Bye.